right, it's the right of springtime. So close to Coors Field, you can hear the crack of the bat. Yes, at Blake Street Tavern, it's a legend. This is local as it gets. It's opening day at Coors Field, and the Rockies are set to take the center stage with the Dodgers. And here's my friends, Rhiannon and Chris. You guys, this is, this is it. That's what we've been working for. It's, uh, man, it's been a long two years to have a normal opening day. Last yeah, semi-normal opening day. Last year, nothing was normal. This is semi, but we want to show people what it's like to go into this operation. It's a good day for all of us. It's perfect. It's beautiful. It's Everyone's excited to be here. It's a beautiful day. What's What we really want to show you is when you come down and join us here for this game or any other game, this is what you can expect and the best of the best, the great operators here. Let's just uh, go into Blake Street Tavern here, Chris. All right. Step right up. Thank you very much, man. Thanks, thanks, Matt. All right, I'm on fire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, perfect. <laughs> 96 too. All right, Dave's getting his temperature taken too. Just tell us the lay of the land. This isn't normally going on right here, you guys. What do you have set up? We brought on the beer garden this summer to help extend our capacity and make everybody feel safe and have fun outdoors. I love it. I love it. Let's keep walking through, Chris. Just thoughts as we walk. Well, we start off over here. What's great? It's got we got a little like a little food beverage cart court over here. We got uh, we've got our ice cream people right here, which is just this is just the best ice cream around. God save the cream, and she's got these popsicles. In fact, can I go ahead and get a popsicle, please? Um, I, I can't drink right now, so I'll do the lemonade. But uh, oh my uh, uh, Rhiannon, you probably could use uh, one of these. I really uh, could use one of those. <laughs> All right. So you don't, I mean, you are you don't have to go far to start the No, experience. no, no, no. And these guys, they do the they do the ice cream for the Denver Zoo, besides us. So, you know, we like to think we're her biggest client, but the zoo is her biggest client. God save the cream. I love it. Mm. Right when you walk in. And then can't have opening day without dogs, huh, Rihanna? No, you're always need a hot dog if you're going to go to opening day. Even if you didn't get tickets in, you at least can have some of the baseball experience here. That's perfect. Do you have to pay a cover coming in? Or Absolutely not. Just come on in? Come on in. Cool, cool. All right, so you've got some other things going on. Mix 100 here with us today. Got to have beer with your hot dogs. So kind of a indoor-outdoor experience going on right oh, now. Oh, yeah, and we're, not, we're just not even, let's go around the corner and see what else we got. Let's see what else we got. Okay. Yeah, you got to pay. Okay. <laughs> keep it, keep it. <laughs> All, right. All right, so um, you got your you got your seltzers and beers here, and then, oh, of course, you've got to have uh, your porta-potties, uh, Greg, on yeah, like course. today. Um, and we've got uh, we had Jane, our office manager slash hostess with the mostest today. Hi. Okay. okay. Greg from the Modern Eater podcast. I love the enthusiasm, but why not? This is what we've all worked for right here. Yeah, talk right into that microphone. It is so gorgeous out. We've had the best people here today. Everybody is loving it. It is fantastic. And what we're doing is just trying to show people, hey, come downtown. It's important. You guys Absolutely. worked so hard to even survive. And now yes. here it is, you've survived. And all of this life and vibrance going on right now, it's fantastic. Yes, it is. 
been a great day. Well, and she loves this day because she gets to count all the money. So she got to pay the bills for us. That's exactly so one right. Day of the week, one day of the year that she gets to leave her office with no windows to come out here and get some sun. <laughs> and she can see all this nice business going on. Oh, my goodness. So, so we know we can pay rent. What's your favorite thing that's happened today so far? You know what? I have met the most amazing people. Absolutely amazing people. And they are just so warm and vibrant, and they're excited to be out on this gorgeous day yep. around other people. Rockies fans, Dodgers fans, <laughs> all of the above. Yeah. I love it. Fans of being out in life and living. Yes. So well done, you guys. Thank you so much. No, no boozy. Good, no, no. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. you doing? All right. Let's get to you on. You're being... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, right now. Always working. We're always working. No alcohol. This is what it is. They're busy. They're taking the time out with us. Chris Fuselay here with us. So this is our new beer garden. I don't know how we would do that. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to confirm. So this is 40 feet by 90 feet. And we can see the 150 people here with six feet distancing. And we got a big screen TV. And we got sound. And yeah, this is amazing in here. It's got that great sports bar feel. Yeah, and brand new offices. I know, you look at this like, <laughs> oh my goodness. This is really cool, you guys. So are you going to keep this up throughout the spring and summer? Yeah, up until October 31st. So this will be here for a while then, huh, Chris? Yeah, until October. November 1st, and hopefully go beyond that. So those of you folks that like the open air type of thing, you got it all for them right here. Absolutely. I feel like I haven't seen something like this in so long. It is weird to see so many people together. Yeah, sure. it is. I love it. All right, let's kill, let's continue on inside. So more beer. We also have more beer. We also have a bar. You get your booze. You get your the, beer. Uh, the Anheuser Busch beer truck. You got to have that. Perfect. And then. going to our patio now this patio is awesome yeah I wait till you see this view of the stadium so yeah I had to like dodge a stick and brought up my backhand tried to just get like a shot up quick so again we're live at Blake Street Tavern Chris Fuselay Rihanna here with me talking about opening day people coming out having some fun Later in the next segment, Andrea Fritzi is going to join us from El Posto, another great downtown business and restaurant. Also, Brian Freeman will be here with us, and we will show you some delicious opening day food. But here we go. Set the lay of the land. This is your patio. It's our patio. And what I really love about our patio is the view of Coors Field right here. I know. And that's what's really made this place so valuable to you is around Coors Field, right? Yeah, being one block away is huge. Yeah. No, we just we just always like to think to be the go-to stop on the way due to the game, on the way after the game, and for you know, hey, until things really open up, we hope people watch the games here. So much fun to people watch, friends gathered together. 
downtown Denver on a beautiful day. We're live right now. Come on out. You're going to be rocking and rolling all throughout the game. As Wayne will tell you, there's many years where we're busier during the game than before the game. Because people, people just want to celebrate. Yeah, it's like a national holiday. And here in and Denver, you walk around all over Lodo today. It's awesome to see so many people because, quite frankly, it's been a ghost town for the past year. It really and has. Today, I hope, is a start of getting people downtown, getting people comfortable again, and let's try to get back to normal. Well, it's a celebration of sorts because we all worked hard to be responsible, to do what to our, our, our part to curb. Uh, any more of the spread and, and here we are right now as we look to the other side we've got officials watching I mean take a look this is how you responsibly do stuff and governor I know you watch and and I know there are other politicians and bureaucrats that watch this is how it's done and, and I'll tell you what you guys work so hard to just follow every guideline in the book and it's done so well too. show us inside yeah let's be back now, Chris, Rhiannon, as much as this seems like to the to the other eyes of like Andy, there's a lot of people Andy. in here. It, normal days, it is boom. Wall to wall, elbow, 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 elbow. Everybody's running into each other. We have lines up the bar, five, six people deep. It is nice to be able to get a drink when you want to. It's nice to be able to sit down when you want to. It's done responsibly this year. Some and people fun. may see this and go, oh my gosh, there's so many people. I, I, but look at the tables. Every other one closed off. You don't have seats really around the bar at all. Folks are gathered together in their own party. When I walked into the first time, it asked the, the, uh, the host asked, where are you going? Where, where are you sitting down at? Do you have a reservation? Do you need a reservation to come in? What are you asking folks? For big days like this, we do do reservation systems just to help the capacity. Um, it has been helpful in these big events. I don't know if it's something we will do ever post-COVID, but it has been helpful during this transition of keeping everyone safe, keeping everyone organized, and keeping everyone spaced out. So cool. Let's walk yeah, over. It's a little different, Greg. Not being a normal type restaurant where a lot of restaurants are putting limits, say like, "Hey, you can come and you can stay for an hour and a half." Being a sports bar, you know, people are watching games for anywhere from two and a half to four hours. So we don't we do the reservations rarely, but definitely on a day like today, it's worked out fantastic. It is perfect. All right, let's walk over the table here, Chris. Now, Rihanna, I know you have things to do, but I really appreciate you taking the loop with us here Absolutely. today. Absolutely. It's been and, my pleasure. Uh, we've got some friends that are going to sit down with us. We're really interested in showing the food, the beverage, but you guys have it all here. We have everything you need to make your game day experience fun. It's a great menu. And uh, Chris, so we've got Brian Freeman here. Say hello. And then hey, Brian. Do you know Chef? Oh, hey, Chef. How you doing, man? Nice to meet you, man. So we got the whole gang here. Thanks for showing us around outside. If you could stick around just for a couple more minutes, we'll sit down, talk about downtown Denver and revitalization. We'll Sounds take a great. Break on the Modern Eater Show. You're going to go do what? Scheduling. Scheduling. <laughs> Baseball season, March Madness, and all. It's fun. It never stops. Okay, here we are, Blake Street Tavern. So close to Coors Field, you can hear the crack of the bat. I tell you, come on down here and join us. This is what downtown Denver needs, right? Thanks. Just stick around. The Modern Eater Show continues. Hey.
<laughs> What's going on, everybody? This is Brother Luck from Lucky Dumplin' for by Brother Luck in Colorado Springs, and I am rocking with the modern eater. You're watching them, you're tasting them, you're knowing everything there is to know about Colorado. <laughs> Hi, Charlie from Brews Beers here. Our new Belgian Abbey Four Pack is a mixed package of the four core beers made in Abbey and Trappist breweries in Belgium. So we have a single, a double, a triple, and a quadruple in one package. Now, quadruples are the emperors of Belgian monastery ales. They're dark in color uh, with a dense tan head and alcohol ranging from 8 to 12%. So they're pretty strong. Quadruples are very rich and complex with big maltiness, uh, spice, and flavors of raisins, cherries, and plums. Alcohol is apparent in the mouthfeel, but not overwhelming. Uh, even at 10.5% ABV. So the finish is long, complex, and dry, and they're great beers anytime, by themselves or with hearty foods. Pick up your Abbey Four Pack at either Brews location, 67th and Pecos, or at Colfax and York, and at fine liquor stores throughout the Denver metro area. Take home some Belgian-style badassery today. the outtake version. What's up, Denver? I'm Chef Natasha Hess, and this is Chef Carrie Baird, and we are at the Ginger Pig. Check us out, gingerpig.com. You can also see us on themoderneater.com. Thanks, everybody. It's cornstarch. I know. It's cool. All right, what's better on opening day than actually gathering with your friends, yes. right? Oh, that's what right. a day. Chef Andrea Fritzi, right. good to How see are you, man. Yeah. How are you? And Brian Freeman, good to see you. Happy good opening day. Uh, food's coming out. All's well in the world. So close to Coors Field, you can hit the cra hear the crack of the bat. It's opening day, and this is, you know, not, it's not completely normal, but it feels kind of normal, Chef. It feels better than last year, <laughs> by far. Uh, the year before last. Last year, there was nothing. We no, I say you feel better than last oh, year. Oh, then yeah. last year. Absolutely. Like, by yeah, far. I feel better, I, yeah. I, I was saying it just a minute ago, and then I wanted to hold the thought. I feel kind of guilty, and I'll tell you why. I, uh, guilty that I'm having fun, and that I'm around people, and that ah. kind of the mindset has been, like, don't be around people. Keep your, oh. You want to feel guilty? Feel guilty oh, for a plate of nachos like this. My good. This should make you feel guilty oh right here. Oh, my good God. Chef Justin yeah. here with us. Um, Look at that. <laughs> so, nachos? Is this how they always look? Every, every single order we put out. So every time that these come out, these are how they're nachos. They're loaded. Yeah, they're uh, double layered. Uh, you get all the goodies, onions, olives, it. tomatoes. What do you look for in the nachos? This. This? <laughs> But so how I like it. So sometimes a nacho is, is too uh, spread around and it's not enough cheese. Yeah. First of all, how do you, yeah. I love, you layer? I it? love cheese. We do. Yeah, we do two layers. That looks uh, great. First layer, we got chips. We got nacho cheese, shredded cheese. Can I take a picture, right? Okay. Uh, <laughs> then we we have that second layer on top. Repeat the process. This is uh, Chef to Chef. So this is Chef Andrea yeah. Fritzi. How you doing? El Posto. How are you? Nice to meet you. you? And uh, the chef has anointed these nachos. Can we have the blessing, Chef? <laughs> <laughs> we bless the nachos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I you're wish I had some olive water. <laughs> this is um, 
opening day festivities yeah. celebration. This signifies all things good. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. yeah. What else you know. are you going to be bringing out as we come along? Here? Uh, so I, I think I'm going to bring out uh, our Blake Street Burger. That's, uh, you know, our, our most, I guess, our, our burger that we have kind of signature-wise. Sure. Um, it's got some onion rings, some Blake Street sauce, uh, on a nice uh, brioche bun, buttered, all that fun stuff. God, that sounds good. And then uh, after that, we'll bring out some uh, some nice chicken wings. Oh, yeah. I love chicken wings. You can't have baseball without wings, right? You can. Oh, no. I'm asking Lake the Street. order, though, right? Because yeah. nachos good first order. But Absolutely. I'm wings next, Absolutely. then burger, right? What's, yep. your, what's your order with that? Does not matter? Well, if I – I'm a, I'm a big – Chicken wing guy. Yeah. About normal. No teriyaki bullshit like chicken wing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Right. Thanks, Jeff. Absolutely. Right, we'll, keep but, wowing us. Yeah, man. we'll get round two up for thank it. You, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's it. Jeff. It great. Thank you. Here, Blake, you're tapping. Come on over here. Yeah, you Blake, he's back. I love this. Uh, I don't know if you guys have formally met or not before. I'm sure you probably have. This is Chef Andrea Fritz, the owner of Il Posto. This is Chris Fusillet, uh, owner nice proprietor. You. Nice to meet you, brother. Blake Street Tavern. Great timing to come here, first of all, because the nachos are down. But secondly, when we started this segment, I said to the guys, I said, I feel guilty. And they're like, what? why do you feel guilty? I feel guilty I'm having a great time right now, that I'm having fun. And it's been a while, and people have kind of been shell-shocked into it's not safe, the narrative for a long time which we all know restaurants are the safest place that you could possibly be at. Hashtag safer at restaurants is what I've been pushing for a long time. I don't think people have got that message. Uh, but no. should I not be feeling guilty for having fun? No. Absolutely not. It's been, um, well, we're going on 13 months here now. And it's been a long time. It's been two years since we had an opening day. And, uh, I mean, uh, hey, I don't want anybody feeling guilty, man. We, we, we know what downtown is like, right? I mean, we need some, some people downtown. Downtown's been a ghost town. And it's time to, time to open things up. And I think with um, 30% of uh, Coloradoans already getting one dose, um, we're, we're, we're catching up here. And it's like, it's time to... Can't keep my it's kinda, It's kind of like, I, I say this. What we're doing with the restaurants, we are the safest places, despite the miss. And it's time to say to people, Proceed with caution. If you want to go, great. For those that want to go, fine. But we need to get back to normal. And there's been no other industry that's been devastated like ours. No quitting, no kidding. I was just talking about the, the same point I was going to make. If you're not comfortable, you know where to stay. Stay home, right? If you're starting to feel comfortable, venture back out. You want to go to the places that are doing it right. People talk about all the time. And Brian, you can jump into this too. When you see establishments that make you feel comfortable in doing it right, go support those establishments because you guys break your back to make sure the guest is being accommodated and feel good and comfortable. The problem that happened with COVID was people's patterns started to be reformulated. They didn't start, they, they started going elsewhere, or, or, but downtown has really been neglected, right? That's what this is all about. I, I would say, I've been saying this for a long time, when you add up the rioters and protesters and the homeless tent encampments, uh, there's no arts, there's no culture. Finally, we get sports today. You add up all those things, why would a non-downtown person come downtown? They're gonna stay in their neighborhoods. Sure. And like, I live in Cheeseman Park, so I'm about equidistant to Cherry Creek mm -hmm. and downtown. 
And I guarantee you, nine out of ten of my neighbors are going to Cherry Creek and not going downtown. So we have to work really hard, and I really hope the city and the state focuses on, let's get downtown back to normal, because our businesses have been hurt the most, and people have got to feel comfortable. And you know what, today, I would say this is really like the first day in 13, 14 months that it feels like this is what's so fun about downtown. Yeah. Is it really, Chris? See, I was curious yet, have you started to feel this effect? Because remember, a lot of people have closed their doors. Yeah, the struggle is real, Brian. There's less business for people to support out there. So people like yourself, are you starting to feel that attrition yet of some of the businesses that have closed down where your business is picking up? That's interesting you bring that up. Um, there's been competitors of mine that have closed down. And um, I got to tell you, I started feeling this a couple weeks ago with March Madness. And we did numbers on the the week the last two weekends that we were doing two years ago and that's with the six feet distancing and the restrictions so i'm like wow, wow. you know i also think too that um a lot of the young people have gotten the fourteen hundred dollar stimulus checks they've got money to spend and they just want to get out i mean they just really want to get out so really pleased to see that and when i look at my numbers for the month of march we're off by 25 percent now Three months ago, we were off 70%. Or no, when we were closed yep. indoor dining, we were really off. <laughs> so to be only off 25% for the month of March as compared to normal, I take that as a victory. And uh, April, I'm really excited about. But I think that, you know, I don't know what you guys are guessing, but maybe maybe July, we can open up all together without the, we got to get rid of the six feet distancing. Yeah. That's what's killing us. Whether you're a restaurant, small, medium, large, six feet distancing just kills you. Cause you could say you're hundred percent, but then like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like I, I, I'm a 900 person venue. I, I can't, I can't do 450, 50% because of six feet distancing. I could probably do 350. So I'm really at about, 37 percent now don't let the optics fool you because truly as much as you think that it's really popping off right in here and and, and but this is opening day right this is renownedly your busiest day of the year but as much as the optics look like this place is full it's packed it's not no no we're on a normal opening day we're doing anywhere from you'll love of this 125 to 150 thousand dollars in revenue wow in one day traffic in one wow. day. That's great. Okay. How so, many people do you feel are on the property right now? Well, you know, the beer garden is, uh, that, that, that was really big. That's that's saving our booty here is that beer garden. Um, it, if I could do somewhere between 50 to 75 today, yeah. I think that's great. Oh, no. Um, but yeah, no, normally that, that opening day, that pays a lot of bills and it re, because uh, as you know, like, Every February is terrible. Pre-COVID is terrible. It's like, why are we in the business in February? And then March is really good for us, especially like my kind of place with March Madness, St. Pa Patrick's Day Parade goes right in front of my place. Well, there's now two years that I haven't gotten that. And those are both $100,000 days that I didn't get. But at least we got this back today. Um, so it's, it's, it's starting there. And I, and I, and I think what's going to be great is that Maybe by July 1st, when the Cardinals come back in town, Nolan Arenado comes back, that we can do like an opening day part two, where things are really opened up. Yeah. And then people that's, are in here, people in here like sardines. That's yeah. interesting. 
How are you on staffing? Sorry, Greg. Oh, no, you're fine. How are, 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 you at, are you back to where you, you've got a full staff or are you prior, still sort of half staff? Prior, prior to COVID, we would work anywhere from 100 to 125 people. Uh, a bulk of those were part-timers. Um, right now, we're at 80 oh, and, okay. and we need to hire. But I tell you what, we're having a hell of a time hiring. We, we lost a lot of people from COVID. A lot, a, lot of a, lot of, a lot of our long-term staff said, screw it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to... I'm just going to go into something else. And they couldn't wait. But in terms of hiring new people, we're having a hard time. And, and, and we're a good place. I, I mean, like, you know, like we posted that on Indeed. And the other day we had scheduled four interviews to come in here. And three of them were no call, no shows. Wow. I mean, not even call us and said, oh, you know, change your mind. Yeah. And I don't know if people are just comfortable still being on unemployment, whether they're using us to as a, you know, that you got to say oh, I yeah. applied. But um, I haven't seen anything quite like that, where, you know, people are just not even showing up for interviews. I, I was talking to a restaurant owner the other day who said he's had to raise his hourly to be competitive yeah. with a different market. So now he said he is in a position of where he's paying 15, 16 bucks an hour, as well as to- where is, where is he located? Denver. Denver, oh my God, so Denver, Let's talk about that. Now you're going to hit me on a rant. Two downtown business owners here with us today. And again, the, yeah. the theme of today is the celebration of life and, and, and unity and community and revitalization of downtown. Let's jump to Andrea Fritzi. Chef, you have been that super spreader of positivity for me and so many others for super so long. Super spreader? I don't like that. <laughs> of positivity. <laughs> of positivity. You know where I'm going with this. You've said for so many times, it's going to be okay. Yeah. You've truly believed it from the bottom of uh -huh. your heart. And if anybody knows, all things Actually, must pass. But yep. you have yeah. to keep the ship righted. Yeah. Straight ahead. Here we are now. Rhino's taking a hit. And, and I just the other day at Biker Gym's reopening. He's the only functioning business on that block. Yeah. The rest are gone. Yeah. Absolutely gone. What are we seeing here? That positivity. Do you still like being where you're at in Rhino? I do, I do. I, I, I personally think that people value small business right now than ever. I think people understand that a life without restaurant bar is not worth living. It's like being Russian in the 80s. <laughs> they understand also that small business, they don't have any support for real. And so they understand that we are pretty much the creator of a culture, energy with anything else with artists of course but we are the one that make the culture in a city for the most part yeah but i think that re they realize how important we are for, 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 for having a good life having a valuable life people are supporting us more than ever uh you know we are very very busy right now uh, People steeping like five, ten percent more across the board. I think that also uh, people realize that we have, don't have much support. So when we speak up, we have a lot. We have the public behind us. Uh, I want to dovetail off that into a difficult question. If we could just break off real quick, I'm going to set this question up. It's a terrible question, but it's about hospitality. Yeah, sure. And if we really want to get back to normal, hospitality has to get back to normal. Brian, you posed this question and it's been making me think. 
The question is, is hospitality right now because of COVID to a point to where everybody was feel sorry for the worker that was there, feel sorry for the restaurant owner, feel sorry that there wasn't any money, and to be extra patient and extra careful with hurting feelings. Just really, really be helpful. The mindset of the guest really isn't like that always. And I think going back to experiences and coming here, the mindset of your staff and your and, and, and internally the, the business owners, how do you get back to that hospitality give feeling when you have been getting a lot of energy back from the community? They're going to want to get back to normal. Is that a, a pretty, it was kind of this, is there an entitlement mentality right now? Inside? Hold on to that thought. Okay. We're going to take a break, come back. It's just getting back to how we get back to hospitality again and how we do it so we can create those experiences that aren't curbside and delivery and come pick it up. We'll break away. We'll come back. This is a great day. It's opening day. So close to Coors Field, you can hear the crack of the bat. And that's why Blake Street Tavern is so special. I have to thank you for hanging on to this business. That wasn't easy. You killed it. Absolutely. This is a Denver gem. Now well, he's going to be okay. It's Thank Blake you. Street Tavern. Come back. It's a tough question, You'll but I okay. think we want to hear from these business owners. How do you get back to providing an experience um, in hospitality? Back in the Flash, the Modern Eater Show continues. Hey, you guys. Jay here with the Modern Eater Show. Thanks for watching. Don't forget about our YouTube and Instagram channels. A lot of killer content over there. Throw us a subscribe on YouTube. Throw us a follow on Instagram. And thank you for supporting TME. We couldn't do this without our amazing sponsors, so let's check them out right now. Very proud to be part of the, the Modern Eater. And uh, chefs, restaurant owners, any food service operators, you know, I know right now that uh, delivery and carry out is bigger than ever, and we got you covered. Uh, Cambro uh, has a full line of uh, delivery and carry out items. More economical options are expanded polypropylene or EPP, uh, nice insulated container. Uh, the ProCard Ultra is really versatile. It's a great unit because you could actually store cold products down here, hot products up here. It's all 120. There's no refrigeration worries. It's all thermodynamics. Just let us know what your food service challenges are, what it is we can do to help you out, and there isn't anything that we can't do for you. So uh, hope to see you over here in our facility in Park Hill soon and uh, stay safe out there. You know everybody, with several million dollars of hard assets here, insurance is very, very important to us. Ewing Levitt covers it all. Machinery, building, workman's comp. Ewing Levitt's got us covered from the floor to the ceiling, from our alley, even to the street. This divider, this press, my cooling conveyor, my oven. Ow, ow. Ewing Levitt covers our counter stacker and our employees too. If you need insurance, take it from Little Rich at Rockalitas. Call Ewing Levitt, they'll get you covered. Hey, this is Keegan from D-Bar in Denver. You guys might find it difficult to stay in touch and stay up to date with the ever-changing culinary scene in Colorado. It's almost impossible. Just tune in to the Modern Eater. These guys have their fingers on the pulse of what's happening in all of the food and beverage in all of Colorado. 
they're behind us. They understand the idea of shopping local and shopping small. So support them, you support us. All right, back to the show. Jay Parker doing a great job connected here today, live from Blake Street Tavern. Uh, Brian Freeman, who you know, myself, Greg Hollenbach, Chris Fusile, and Andrea Fritzi. Having a good conversation. The nachos are killing it. We're loving it. They're delicious. That's exactly what they are. We're hungry. Hold that right up to you, Chef. There you go. Guys, are you Thank guys you. hungry? I hope. We got plenty more here. Thank you. So uh, these, these are our wings. We'll need more than that. <laughs> <laughs> Should be one or two more on there. Ooh, yeah, oh, yeah. You know they're good when they come out and your mouth just starts <laughs> it immediately just, water. And <laughs> That's what it does. <laughs> yep. It starts coughing. <laughs> That'll clear your sinuses. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Chef, you know we got to put you on the spot. Will you eat one of these wings on the camera? Yeah. Come on, yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, good stuff. Very good. Good. No Thank teriyaki. You. you got it. <laughs> no teriyaki. <laughs> no teriyaki. Next. What's that? The burgers. Absolutely. Next. Oh man, this Absolutely. is a great day. Again, I'm trying not to feel guilty by having such a great time hanging out with my friends here at Blake Street Tavern, having just a really good conversation. Do you use bourbon there? What's that? Do you use some bourbon inside your your sauce? Bourbon uh, whiskey? No, no whiskey. No. What do you? No. You have a little sweetness. What it's a uh, honey. Oh, honey, honey, uh, honey buffalo. Delicious. Thanks, sir. Oh, perfect. All right, you guys. I asked Thank you. Thing. Thank you, Chef Justin. Thanks, Chef. Thank uh, you. Thank you, Chef. First of all, great menu here at Blake Street Tavern. It's everything you know what you should be getting, but done in a very great fashion with great staff there, Well, too. thank you. I mean, um, I'm, I'm, but I'm getting a little tired of my really good wings and nachos. What I crave is Italian. I gotta go to his place. You I, crave, I crave the things that I don't do. Yeah. I crave Italian and I crave Asian. Yeah. So I'm heading over to your place after the game. Man. El Posto, I'm telling you, talk about a great experience. You're a master of your art. I mean, truly, you I'll create you. art. It's, I mean, kind of, well, the stuff you do and the passion for food is is amazing. The, the the tough question that before we broke away, and I want I want you to take this in the best way possible, but along with things going back to normal means things actually go back to normal. What does that mean? The difficult guests that don't tip much, that don't care much about the staff. People are pretty COVID fatigued right now, especially staff. How are they going to get to the other side? And as owner operators, how do you convey to them like, hey, listen, we got to <laughs> suck it up even more right now because it's going to, your guests are going to start getting back to, I'm not patient. I want my beer now. I'm not, I'm not going to be hesitant of speaking my mind. Listen to me. I'm the customer. Are you looking forward to getting back to that, or well, what do you do? Just run a good business. It's not going to have a problem. If you run a good business, if you're precise, we, we, we don't have complain. If you run it properly, another thing is, I think everything is resetted. We reset our mind. We reset who we are. It's a reset button. It was, it's gigantic, and it's never going to go back the way it used to be ever. Because we are humans as a humanity and society. We got completely reset it. I got reset it. And I will never take anything for granted ever. I will not forget this yep. until I'm dead. Are and you talking about compassion? I'm talking about everything. I'm talking about uh, be kind to one another. I'm talking about understanding other people. I'm talking about talking a different way. I'm talking about be grateful about having dinner. I'm talk we have some time customers that are kind of iffy. 
But those assholes are everywhere all the time. Sure. You think the herd is thinned as far as operators go within hospitality to really the cream of the crop, the best of the best are still standing? I, I, I think so. Um, you know, a, a lot of us were fortunate to, uh, I did get some PPP money um, and I've got some various grants, but still that didn't cover everything. And I tell you what, I think after a year of this, I know that I'm a much better person and a better owner and, and it goes back to, like you said, taking things for granted. I'll tell you what, next time I will have a, uh, a bigger bank account to prepare for emergency like, like this. That's interesting. And, and, and with hiring, I mean, we're, and we're a much bigger place, so I've had to replace a lot of new staff. And I've had to really go back to teaching and, and, and really convey to people that this is who we are, this is what I believe in. And it starts at the top, it starts with its owners. And it feeds down from the owner, to the general manager, to the managers, to the bartenders, to the servers. I mean, like right now, you know what I feel the most sorry for right now? Are the bartenders. Think about this past year. So many bars, like oh, yeah. mine, you can't have stools no at the bar. You have to be, and, they, and your bartenders are your most, in, in, at least in my business, and I think a lot of them, they're your oh, most yeah. trusted, oh, yeah. most loyal employees. They have not had that social interaction in a year. And they were used to making the most amount of money. Now, like at my place, I don't know about your place, but we have everybody on a gigantic tip pool uh -huh. now. So everybody's making the same, whether you're a host or you're a bartender. So I look forward to when bartenders can have stools at the bar and they can go back to being who they are. And, and, and that's, that's they're, they're, they're so excited to do that because they have not had that interaction in over a year. It's not going to seem normal to me today unless I see someone get dragged out of here by their hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> no, it's no. not going to happen. Well, it's got to be that one drunk person, right? Well, yeah. No, I, I'm waiting for the puker right there at the <laughs> bar, you know. Um, yeah, that's, that's when you know we're really back to normal. Well, but the reset of the culture. I mean, to what he was saying, and so many things, I think COVID reset so many things for us. Yes. And so, like you said, in your organization, You've, you've been able to reset the culture that you were you had in here to make sure that everyone really understood the, what, this, what you this stand prior for. Prior to COVID, this place used to run itself. I've had managers been here for years, bartenders for years, but now I have to get back to work. It's like, because I lost a lot of people, I've got new people, I mean, my, my managers stayed with me. Fortunately, my managers did. But I have a lot new staff, a lot new bartenders, servers, and it is resetting that culture. And, and, and you know what, you've got to teach things about hospitality, about being kind, about being empathetic, about, like you said, Greg, they're going to be less patient about things. And so it's and starting from generous scratch. too. Yeah and, yeah, and so it's, you know, we're, we're, we're going to have to work harder. And, and people's habits have changed. I mean, you know, what, what I worry about is like, well, geez, you know, now I'm used to watching Netflix and Amazon Prime all the time, rather than going till it'll post still on a Tuesday night. You know, you got to work on that. And I mean, I think we know the weekend's going to be busy. I no, think I don't think so. No? No. No? no? Okay. I think we are at one hour wait Monday, Tuesday, doesn't matter. Better than before. I, people want to be out. People want to talk. People want to see. People want to sit down. People want to have, I'm telling you, when the bar open, it's gonna be insane. Yep. Uh, yep. You know what? People are tired of grab and go yes. food. Uh, you you, you can never recreate that. And my my yeah. take on now, let me tell you something. I like to think I have Denver's best nachos, but those chips they don't travel well. He said these nachos fucking delicious. <laughs> they don't travel well, man. Now some of his food travels a lot better than mine, but it's still not the same experience. It's True. never the same experience. I'll tell you what. 
listening to some of the news today uh, coming out about corporate business habits, they're wanting people to get back into the offices. Yes. They want people to get off the Zoom calls, get back in their car, go in and be amongst people because of culture and not ex excluding yourself from the day-to-days of life. I think people are wanting to do that as well. Oh, they do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And honestly, as we sit here in the conversation being the revitalization of downtown, there's some work that needs to be done, right? Um, I think by having it uh, with the kind of less foot traffic and less vitality, it really emphasizes some of the struggles that a downtown has as far as homelessness. I don't think there's more homelessness. I think it's just more emphasized because there's less going on around that. Um, I, I've never seen so many uh, tent encampments ever. Yeah. And, and they just pop up all over the place. All over the place. And, and to me, I'm just, I, I kind of gotten, I'm just used to it because I'm a downtown owner. Mm -hmm. But when you're someone from non-downtown and you see that, it, it, it kind of, you know, freaks you out. Well, it makes you think twice. Is yeah. this where, am I safe? Is this where I want to be? Yeah. Yeah. And if I park my car here, am I going to be hassled? You know? Sure. And, sure. and it's, it's a real problem. And and I know the city is fighting like crazy to, to figure out what how to do, deal with that, but there's got to be things, there's got to be marketing efforts where I would ask the government to help us out, especially downtown. And, and I, like I said, I, I think areas, Cherry Creek, other areas, they're doing fine. They're doing a lot better than Do you know downtown. of anything, and I don't know the answer to this question, about incentives to be a downtown business owner Nothing. or to create new incentives Nothing. for people? Nothing. But, but you know, we have a law, by the way, the forbidden camping. City council said to the police, forget about Don't it. So it. now we pass a law and the city council decide not to enforce it. There's no democracy. That's not democracy. Let's call him out. Now the two. From to my, I live in uh, Blake in 34, right? A month ago was a big fire. Remember the big yep, fire? Yep. You know what, why the fire was? Because homeless people did a big fire and the building caught fire. Yeah. Do, you, do you heard about it? I haven't, no. You, you know no. why? Because it's politics, right? Yeah. You know why? Because yeah. you can't say it. Now, the problem is this. Displaced people, mental issue, is a big problem. But this is not, letting these things happen is not right. And I see people defecating in the middle of the road, being naked. I see people fighting. I, you know, I have a restraining order against two homeless people. They want to kill me. They actually want to kill me, and so I have a restraining order. One is in jail, one is not. This and, is real. And I fight the corner. Yeah. I'm the corner. I'm like the punisher. Yeah. For the love of God, I go out with a big. Now it's so much better. The cops are around, and it's quiet. Mm -hmm. But a few months ago, no cops around there, and I got, you know, you know, almost got stopped a couple of times. Uh, in the immediate radius of here, which there are, uh, you know, apartments and, and, and high-rises, and I really love these neighbors to support your businesses, which they do, but there needs to be a concentrated effort on how are we going to make destination people feel safe to come to downtown, because I'll tell you what, there's been, you go down Rhino in years past, beautiful people, vibrant art community. Um, it's exactly what you want it to be, and I think it's just a matter of well, first of all, creating reasons, right? When the convention center opens back up. Exactly. Yep. Sure. When? I'm hearing in the fall. 
our friend George Eater, whose business is Pizza Republica, right on the... Yeah, George. Uh, yeah, yeah, says that uh, he's not going to open his doors up until fall because that's when they're starting to plan more events inside the convention center. But it's going to take an effort, a downtown revitalization effort, and I'm not real sure it's, it's going to be conversations like this to be able to brainstorm on how to do it. Baseball helps. It does. Yeah. It does. Absolutely. You, you need people, Greg. It's tough. 16th Street Mall is is almost oh. back to like where it was in the 80s. I mean, remember yeah. the crime? I don't. Yeah. I, yeah. You might not have been here, but it was it was rough to come down to 16th Street Mall. We're almost back there. I'm concerned a little bit. But well, how did? What do you do for well, these? Well, we don't want this city to become San Francisco. <laughs> San Francisco is completely overrun by homelessness. Overrun by. A city council that it doesn't understand most meters is is complete. They destroy that city. We don't want to become San Francisco. No. Uh, we also want to make sure that we have um, all together. We can work out about this homeless community and make sure. But but they have come for homeless. They have places. But when you go there, they can't drink. They can't do drugs. So they don't want to go there. Yeah. And that that is the point. And also, I met a few homeless around my place. A lot of people are just like to be homeless, and they are artists. They do things. They have a day job, and they are okay. And those people usually don't impact the community in a poor way. They are, they, but then you have those drifters that are really dangerous. They take a knife, and they and so. But but you pay property. You pay so much property taxes, and you have people living in your parking lot. That's not right. That's not right. That is not right. So, okay, I'm not going to pay your property taxes until they go. Yeah. So, and the cops are not allowed to do anything about it because the city council. Well, you guys are asking a lot for people to come visit you. You really we are. We do. And by doing that, you have to show them we're going we're gonna to do everything we can to keep you safe. We're going to give you a good experience. We're going to make sure if you come downtown, it's going to be worth, worth your while, yes. right? Yep. If you don't, you're dead in the water because people give you one, two, three shots, right? Um, what are you guys doing, and how do you reach out to your community neighborhood to say, you guys, we got to really show off our best foot forward in order to do that? I mean, it starts. Yeah, I'm, you know, right? we're on social media quite a bit. Yeah, and and we, you know, we show everybody all the protocols we do. We show them what, what all the things that we're doing, doing today, and then we look and do it today. And this is this is my Super Bowl today. Yeah. And so, you know, we, I treasure this and I'll be sharing this and I can't wait to, you know, watch this on Facebook yeah. and live and, and retweet this yes. and whatever we do. And, um, but it's, it's, it's like starting a new business over. I mean, it really is. And, and, and you gotta, you just gotta keep working it all the time. And, and you gotta just keep like pre-shift meetings. I, I've never, there's never been a more premium than right now because there's so many people that have been away for so long like there's people today that I haven't seen in a year and a half. Like I get Rocky's customers. I only see them from opening day until the end of September, right? Well, we didn't have baseball last year, so I haven't seen them since a year ago last September. Mm -hmm. So I'm walking them back wow. and I'm trying to remember everybody's names, but wow. it's just like starting from scratch. But you know what though? It can be done. Yeah. I, I'm confident it can be done. And then I got to train my, my staff to do it and it just filters down the yeah. line because it all starts at the top. And, um, you know, we'll get through this. I mean, you know, I, 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 we've been around 18 years, man. I know, man. You know, we can, we can you know, that's that's an eternity in the restaurant business. 14. You know, 14. so I mean, you know, we've been place. around a long time and we just got to keep, uh, you know, 
people have to trust us. Yeah. Give us a shot. And hopefully you win more customers than you lose. Here's our pledge as the modern eater. Our pledge is, is to continue to keep people connected and community, to build community, to foster relationships. That's why I thought it was so important today that you two gentlemen met. Why? You have the same vested interest. You're businessmen that have a vested interest in downtown, and we bring more people together. Chef Troy Gard, we bring Dana Rodriguez together. We bring more of these voices in downtown because you're going to be stronger as a unit, not as a one. One is powerful enough as the unit of Blake Street Tavern, but to have all of these other downtown businesses that go together and say, hey, listen, how are we going to ruffle the feathers? How are we going to get people, Chris? It's, it's been what I've learned this past year. I have never met more bar and restaurant owners in my life over in one year. Isn't that something? And, and I've banded together with my competitors, with you know, the Stony, Stonies and, and uh, Mark Burzins with Little Pub Company. These are guys that I always competed against, and now we're, we're friends, and we're all in this together. And, and it doesn't matter whether you're a sports bar, you're an Italian place, you're Chinese, whatever. We do have to band together and we have to fight. And there's still things that are going on where we have to band together as, as, a, as a group yep. to go talk to the city, to talk to the state, to invite the governor for a meeting. And um, you know me, I'm going to keep pushing it. I'm going to keep sparring with the governor until, until we're back to normal. We need stuff like... Seriously, guys, you might think I'm crazy. Like a, a positivity parade, a celebration. You know, because you do these parades for St. Patrick's Day and just erroneous holidays. Let's make our own <laughs> holiday. Let's get people down here and show off. It's true. Back to business downtown. I, I, I just think that we, we went through a PhD class last oh. year. I got a PhD in restaurant business right yeah. now. So it, it does. But honestly, I think that our city council is not small business that's a problem and I'm telling you right now that's what the problem is well and even more problem. so isn't it pro small business but and understanding better the hospitality side of the business that Colorado has become so famous for I mean we really are yeah I mean a hospitality town like no other you see, people come here I mean for the recreational side of it at every level in the mountains during the winter and the summer and we got to respect that. I mean, downtown is their first stop when they leave the airport, come yeah. downtown for a meal. Yeah. You know? I, I want to do something fun, you guys. Next segment, let's break away. Who cares about our opinion? Let's talk to the people that came downtown. Let's get a couple of people on and say, hey, where are you from? Why are you here? You could be doing this on your sofa at home. I don't know what we're going to hear, but it's always interesting when you hand a stranger a microphone. Very much so. Let's see what people have to say. That's what we're going to do. We'll break away. We'll come back. How are you on time? I'm great. You want to hear from some folks? I, I, sure. have, I have 10 minutes, and i got to go back. Got it. 10 minutes. Okay, stick around. We'll be right back. The you Modern know. Eater Show continues. Hi, I'm Amber with Strohauer Farms, and I'm just here to remind you that the best potatoes are grown here in Colorado. Goodness elevated. Thanks for watching the Modern Eater Show. Hey, Zach Ryder here, Colorado Mills Sunflower Products out of Lamar, Colorado. Your only local source grown from a local crop to produce a local oil for local chefs. You can find it at Shamrock Foods, What Chefs Want, Seattle Fish Company. Uh, let me try it one more time, then we'll see. Hey, restaurants, we're glad you're reopening from Colorado Mills Sunflower Oil. We'll see you soon. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
First, we partner with the best farmers in the world, and then we tell them, we will take it all. Process whole spices daily, blend custom spices to order, keep it fresh, safe, and flavorful, all so that you can get back to doing what you do best. So whether you're a restaurant, a food manufacturer, or an at-home cook, be sure to visit The Spice Guy at www.thespiceguyco.com. Hey, Modern Eater fans. I'm Don Trobo with The Annex by Art at Mills, and I just wanted to give you a heads up about some of the great things we've got going on locally in the state. We're headquartered right here, and we're working with farmers in the San Luis Valley to bring you amazing Colorado quinoa. It's just like the South American stuff, but grown locally. We've got transitional wheat flour that's grown by farmers in Colorado and surrounding states who are in the process of, of turning their fields into organic. So we're taking that transitional wheat and turning it into flour, and now it's available for you to cook and bake with. And last but not least, we're now cleaning grain berries in Denver. So things like spelt or wheat berries uh, or pearl barley, those are things that we're now doing right here locally and are available to you. Can't wait to share it with you. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jeff Nations from Aspen Baking Company. It's really important right now to support local. That's why I support the Modern Eater. Now, back to the show. Hi. Hey, Luke. All right, back at Blade Street Tavern. So close to Coors Field, you can hear the crack of the bat. The Modern Eater show continues. We're having a great conversation about downtown, and we have some new friends here. Luke, how are you? Good, how Bring are you? that microphone right up to you. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good to see you guys. Emily, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for asking. Yeah, absolutely. The conversation that we were having is, first of all, downtown. Where are you guys from? Um, we're from Lowry, so not too far away. Not too far away. Yeah. There's sports bars in Lowry or nearby. Aren't yeah. Sure. Tavern Lowry. <laughs> Shout out to Tavern Lowry. <laughs> why, why are you going to the game uh we're not no you're not going to the game no why'd you pick blake street close to the stadium downtown atmosphere is is great on opening day look at his face he's smiling ear to ear that's exactly yeah. what he wants here this here's is the some money for you <laughs> this is the owner of blake street tavern shots on chris <laughs> how often do you come downtown uh, now that it's baseball season, I think we'll come down a lot more. Let but. me try you again. How often do you come downtown? Not much. Pre-COVID or now? COVID. During COVID. Never. Ever. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you feel safe? Yeah. We do. Yeah. Have Has things changed visually to you? Um, what do you notice? Less people. Less people? Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Emily? Um, Empty businesses. I mean, course, just anything. Yeah. What are you seeing? Yeah, it's it's. I don't know. It's it's way different. I I saw this video. It was drone footage. Um, whenever this was at in the thick of it, and it was just like a ghost town. Like there was nothing going on. And opening day, like I've worked downtown at opening day, and it's usually crazy. And this is a great place. It's like packed. And our Lyft driver was just talking about how busy this gets and how like live and awesome and I mean even right now it's great but we're starting to emerge out of it which is awesome but those how about are the changes. pre-COVID what were your downtown habits then um did you come down off yeah 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 pretty often so sports is going to bring you back down Luke huh baseball 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 100% yep 
it's kind of a landmark right here, isn't yep. it? What do you want to ask? Well, we were talking about earlier that during COVID, why would a non-downtown person come downtown? Okay. And you just said it. You hadn't, until today, yeah. been gone from downtown for a year. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So it's so great to welcome you back. Thank you. A and that that's exactly the kickstart. Baseball is the kickstart to get people to come downtown. So, you, you know, if now that if you get sports back, you got to get arts back, culture, workers, uh, we need to work on the homelessness problems. Yeah. But we got to get people from Lowry, where you're mm -hmm. from, yeah. to come downtown. Yeah. And, and you're just the start of it. To me, you're like planting seeds for everybody else to come. Oh, great. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Tru truly is. And that's why we wanted to talk to you as two, two business owners. This is Chef Andrea Fritzi from El Posto in Rhino. And so coming down, this is like a first re reintroduction impression. Yeah. Is it a good reintroduction impression? Do you feel good, comfortable? They're doing things right here? Yeah, 100%. definitely. 100%. Sure. That's yeah. fantastic. And this is just a fun place. And it's so big and great energy. That's awesome. That's exactly what, I mean, we weren't quite sure what you guys were going to say. You could have lived down here for all. Oh, yeah. Months. There was no right or wrong answers to right, any of this. yeah. But I think did you Did you take light rail down here? Or you, you took Lyft? We took oh, Yeah, we got okay. an Uber, yep. Okay. Oh, oh, you're in Lowry. That's right. Yep. Now, if you're at Stapleton, you could take the uh, light rail. But, yeah. Oh, cool. That's great. Very nice. So, Chef Fritzi has a great Italian restaurant. And... Uh, you know, how, how do you talk to these guys to say, come join me in my restaurant sometime, right? Well, Rano is awesome. <laughs> yeah. And I have the best Italian restaurant in town, so. Yeah. Where's come it at? 26 and Larimer. 26 and Larimer. Okay. 26 and Larimer. Very so nice. I think, yeah, really. You, have, you ever go to Rhino? Yeah, I have. Okay. You know that restaurant with the two people kissing outside in a mural? Um, that sounds very familiar. I'm not entirely it's a sure. Restaurant, you know the Central Market. Yes. I have two places inside there. Oh, very nice. The Central Market is great. Okay. And my restaurant is before that. Okay. Rhino is really cool. All the arts and everything. Very nice. Quite safe. Awesome. And so. So you going come back over. Going yeah. back out. You guys should come over. Taking them up on these offers and going. Absolutely. The world to these. Yeah. Denver downtown Denver businesses. We work yeah. really and hard. It's an Italian restaurant. Like me. Uh, Il Posto. Uh, my mom's maiden name's Fazzini. Oh, no way. Ten kids, huge family, oh. yeah. Uh, Pap came from Italy, so. My name is Andrea. Okay. My last name is Fritzi. Okay. So. Great. Luke, Emily, you guys rock. Thank oh, you so thank much. you. Thank you guys you. are great. Yeah. This thank was so much fun. Thank, thank you. Thank you for coming. Have, have yeah, fun today. Thank you for having us. We need okay. a great time. Thank you very much. Ciao. Thank you. Where do you work? Ciao, ciao. Have a good day. That was a good conversation. Want to just hand some of the microphones, see if they'll right. talk to us? I need to go. Are you, are you busy enough? Got to skate out. What you're doing? You know. I didn't. Okay. Totally. I was going to say, if you were busy enough. Just talking about downtown. Good to see you. Happy birthday again, by the way. Well, Greg, start off as server. We don't promote within, but. Come say uh, hi. You got experience. Greg, you'd probably need be to go. promoted to birthday soon. Okay. Thank you. I'll give you my, my, chef. I'll give my card. Good to see you. Mean the world to me. I love you, brother. Thank you. I love you, too. Amen. I need to go. Hey, you I'm Greg. Text okay. me when you come over. I will. Colin, good I, to I, see I, you. I'm going to send you. Put that mic right up to your mouth. Okay. This is the owner of Blake Street Tavern, Chris Fusillet. Well, I and will, uh, this uh, is Brian, um, and I'm Greg, I and that's Jay behind the, night, so. behind the camera there. Sounds good. We're just nice talking about downtown now. right now and actually okay. come back. Where are you from? Right. Uh, I'm well. born and raised Colorado. Bring the microphone right Born and raised Colorado. What part? Uh, I live in Aurora right now. I you was, live in Aurora? Yep. Thanks so much for coming uh, in. Been here my whole life. Hey, and why'd you come downtown? 
What should it meet? Uh, opening day is always a fun time, you uh, know, I and I felt like uh, that's my today, after everything that's been going on, a lot of people would be down here, and it would just be a good time to get out and, you know, go. About being around people, right? Experience just miss it. Out. Yeah, no, absolutely. I've, we've all been missing it, you know? Yeah. And when was the last time you were downtown prior to this? Um, I mean, it's been a dry spell. I've, I, I came down a couple times. Um, I went uh, down on 16th Street Mall. There's a Distortions um, museum that's set up. They, they do, like, special effects for, you know, like, Hollywood uh, horror scenes and things like that. Like, they developed the uh, Alien and the Predator, like, costumes. And they had the, the museum on 16th Street, so I came down here for that, and that was pretty cool. Uh, went to Mellow Mushroom. I usually go there quite a bit. And, uh, but before that, I went to Cheese- Cheesecake Factory for my sister's birthday. But it's been a couple, couple times in yeah. a year and a half, yeah. which is wow. what, very what, abnormal for me. What looks different? Um... Honestly, just the bustle, you know, like right now, I mean, the Blake Street Tavern, like I've been here a bunch of times and um, I love the restaurant. The food's always good. The vibe's always nice. And and honestly, like it feels it, it's almost normal to me. Semi-normal, you know? right? Yeah. Like I can go outside and enjoy Like I have a smoke or take my beer out there, you know, water you feel to the beer to garden. feel that way? To feel like... Uh, I, I was telling that a little bit earlier. I said I feel a little guilty that I'm having fun and... I don't feel guilty. Good. I mean, my, my lifestyle, um, I, I'm somebody who, uh, like, I was a business owner last year. I sold my businesses. Keep that right up to you. Uh, I, I kind of got myself into a situation where I was able to quarantine whenever I needed to, you know. But at the same time, I was kind of living through some successes in my life, you know, and I wanted to experience things. So, uh, for me, like, the, the guilt part of it is, like, I... I, I felt like I took responsibility for myself mm-hmm. you know if I, I anytime I was sick I didn't do things that I would normally do I always wear masks when I'm out you know like I took COVID personally mm-hmm. and I felt like that I contributed my own you know feelings towards the situation Good. you know yeah and, so, I, and, and, I, and I didn't I didn't totally let off on things that I would normally do you so know being I, here I today and, being here today was your way of saying I need an experience and I know I'm going to get one by going opening day to Blake Street Tavern and this yeah. was the thought in your mind. Yeah, exactly. So how's your experience? So far so good. I are mean, you with we, friends? Yeah, uh, we're, we were able to get a table. These are uh, yeah, these are some friends of mine. I, I actually uh, know them through a group that gets people out together so, you know, it's, it works out for us and, and that business is extremely reliant I'm being able to come to places like this. You know? Look at that. The sound of Rockies game going on. Yeah, smile yeah, on your face. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Hey, man. Dodgers are up one right now, but, you know, can't complain too much. So, Cheers to you. Yeah. Thanks for stopping by and talking it. with yeah. us. Yeah, of course. Nice cool. to meet you. Nice, nice to meet, to meet you, man. You. Thanks, Thank brother. You. Thank you. Thank you. Totally. I don't know, Brian. It's going to be a lot of hard work for downtown. It, you know, it's really interesting because it, I, it is, Greg, but people seem primed and pumped to get out here like everyone we have spoken to you know i did ride the light rail in into town today the light rail was full um, we stand up should we take this microphone and walk around a little bit all right I we're can, gonna stand up sure i mean get that mask on if oh you're yeah live that's at right. Blake street tavern you gotta wear m- sometimes you just gotta be quiet and let it all go in it's called the modern eater Modern eater. Yeah, the so modern it's eater. Uh huh. Food and beverage. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm you should check it out. YouTube and Facebook. Okay, yeah. 
Yeah. That's the industry that I got out of. Just totally. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to like nice to meet be you, quiet Congratulations. and take it all in. Like, this is the surroundings. This is what it's about. People in their seats. They do it so well here at Blake Street Tavern. I'm going to walk around right now and just see if we can talk to some people. Let's go outside. I don't know what we're going to hear. I don't know what you're going to hear from any... Jay says not too far from outside. Hi, guys. How are you? It's just going to be quick. It's not... We got to get the gap. Don't act all shy. Here, we're live now. So don't... Yeah, grab that. Put it up to your mouth. You can do it. We're going to talk about downtown. We're going to talk about how awesome I am. Are you into it? Yes or no? She's into it. She's You're into, into it. it. Okay. She gets her haircut downtown. Great. Where are you from? Wyoming. Did you drive down from Wyoming today? No, I live in Denver, okay. but I grew up in Wyoming. What part of I went Denver? To Colorado State cool. University. Go Rams! Go Rams. What part of Denver are you from? Denver Tech Center. Cool. Do you come down to downtown often? Yes, to support Chris Fuselay and the Blake Street Tavern. I know. It's so glad that they were able to survive, right? Yes. Where else would you want to be on an opening day? See, that was easy, wasn't it? That was easy. Yay for you. Yeah. Thank you very much. You did great. <laughs> we're going to go look around and talk to some more people. All right. Here, here, here. I got some guys. <laughs> we got Chris Fusilay with us. Mike, can we get you to do a little interview with my friend Greg from Modern Eater? Podcast? Just real quick and easy. Just, <laughs> I know. He's hey, from I'm Philadelphia, good. man. He's got the gift of gab. No problem. Where are you from? Uh, originally from Philadelphia. Okay, where are you living now? I live in Arvada. What's your name? Mike Bradbury. Hey, Mike. Friend of the working man. Pleased to meet you. Nice. Yeah. nice. Good to meet you guys. <laughs> All right. Nice to meet you. What we're doing is we're downtown supporting downtown and fellow business owners, right? Chris right. Fusilet has made it through this. When you talk, hold it up real close to your mouth. So gotcha. You can hear you. It's loud in here. Okay. How often do you come downtown? Oh, man. Not as much My anymore. Friend, yeah. Maybe uh, with COVID. Yeah. Once every month, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, right. Yeah, now, you know, I was a couple times a week before all the shutdown. There just wasn't yeah. much to do, right? Yeah. yeah. At all. Right. So, a reason to come downtown. Oh, yeah. yeah. Opening day is a great reason. Yeah, this was a good excuse to get out, blow off some steam. Whatever that I'm doing. Mostly guys we're here with. I mean, it's like, it's the first time they've been out. And I say a year, man. That's not an exaggeration. What do you think it's going to take to get to get people back downtown oh, again? Common sense, man. Yeah, common sense reaction. I, mean, to, I like that. I don't want to get too I, political, I man, but I just think we need a well, common sense approach well, well, to everything. Well, that's okay, but I'll, sure. well, let's yeah, see if you're not comfortable, stay home. If you're comfortable, yeah. come on out. Yeah, 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 let's yeah, let's yeah. all be Americans. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So as we're great. downtown I mean, right yeah. now, and, and you've looked around, what changes down here? What have you seen in downtown that's really... Either you're happy to see again, or you're concerned about. Oh, uh, it's just and bring that right up. There's just a little bit of a prevailing sense of uh, worry. You know, there just seems like people are just. Some people just seem to be scared and worried, and you know, a little to themselves. And yeah. if you're outside and you're not wearing a mask, I feel like people are looking at you like you don't have a star on your belly. Oh yeah. So. What's your favorite uh, baseball food? My favorite baseball food? I got to go to hot dog. A hot dog? Sure. What yeah. style? 
Uh, I just hey, mustard and onions, man. Hey, just no ketchup. Coming, man. Please, no ketchup. Really? Yeah. No ketchup. A boiled dog or a char dog? Uh, either one. Either way, okay. Yeah. I'm not picky with that. How I'm about- not from Chicago, so I don't get too picky with the hot dogs. But, <laughs> yeah, so just no ketchup. No cheesesteak for you then, huh? Uh, I love cheesesteaks. I don't think a cheesesteak is a, is a baseball food, I think though. Yeah, well, what do you say that that would be good with? If you were to pair a cheesesteak with sport. Uh, with a sport? That's for anything you're watching at home. <laughs> you know, order cheesesteaks in, but. I love you it. No, if you're going to the park, hot dog. Now, I got to imagine there's a sports bar in your neighborhood. Uh, yeah. Or a bar in general. Yeah, yeah. Why'd you come here? Uh, we've known Chris forever, and uh, we used to have an office close by, so these guys are like family. You know, even this place is huge, but it feels like it feels like your like neighborhood kind of pub. You know, it's a All good right. place. Say go Rockies, go Rockies. <laughs> yes, thanks, yeah. brother. Thank you, man. So I don't know, Brian. As we walk around and we talk to people, kind of the consensus is: is I need a reason to go back downtown. Yeah. Well, and. I loved what he said. It's just common sense, right? Just get out. If Good. Use Good. your common sense. If you don't feel comfortable, uh, stay this home. This is the Modern Eater podcast. But realize that these are safe yeah, it's places. Really, it's a really cool podcast. People are trying to take as stuff? many precautions yeah. as they can to give you a great experience downtown. Yes. I mean, like I said, I, I don't yeah. expect things are back to hey, normal Jay. until I see someone get dragged out of here by their hair. Did you right? get it? This is Dan from Altitude Radio. Greg, man, the man. Podcast. Do you have any footage of their guys at all or, or not back in the corner? I don't think so. You know? Okay. okay. Would, if you had it, I was going to say, could you share it with us? We, we can get some. <laughs> How'd it go today? I don't know. You tell us. Good? Yeah. Go good? You, can I give you a microphone for a hot second? 30 seconds? Right, I'm out of here. I got Who are you? Thanks for having me. Good. Put, put that microphone up to your face. We're talking. We're put. We're talking about um, downtown and revitalization. Oh, okay. Just businesses. Put that microphone. You know the business. Get that microphone up there. Cool. Um, we've been walking around asking people, when was the last time you were downtown? Why are you downtown now? First of all, where are you from? So I live out in Littleton. You live in Littleton. Yep, sure do. Okay. How much have you gone downtown? Uh, not much in the pandemic time. Right. Uh, Absolutely. So this is. I was telling somebody earlier. Good. This is uh, like it feels normal today, which uh, is kind of weird. You know what? Let's make sure um, everybody. So been, has been. this is probably. I think I was down here one other time, like nine months ago. What What's the first thing that comes to your mind when you go downtown? Like your thoughts to yourself in the car, like ooh, like. Well, uh, do you mean like with what's going on now? I know or? what you what you look at. Today, yeah. How are you thinking? Well, I'm are you seeing businesses? Because, or yeah, you see, okay. obviously, you know, I'm in business, and this is one of my accounts, so I care a lot about what's going on. Yeah. So my my biggest concern was how many people are going to be down here. Yeah. And I think the trepidation is is you just don't know what people are thinking right now, because we're still in the middle of a pandemic, even though we don't want to believe that we we still are a little bit. But um, so I was I was hoping and praying that we'd have good people down here. I think it was a good day. Real good day. Yeah. Absolutely. And kind of the consensus is people said, well, we came here because we're familiar with it. We're comfortable sure. with this place. We're close to Coors Field, right? Well, and Blake Street Tavern is Rockies, right? Yeah. I mean, don't really you is. kind of consider Rockies baseball? Yeah. So today was the official sure. reopening of Blake Street Tavern, in my opinion, you yeah. know? So I think people have been looking for a reason to come back down. But what are we showing them as a community, as a whole? What are you seeing? Are you seeing... More homeless, well, more closed businesses. It's going to be an uphill battle. Yeah, you know, it's funny because 
obviously we had that problem when the, before the election and all that with all the violence and stuff. And so I think a lot of people still think that that's prevalent in downtown. Um, and you heard a lot more stories of the homeless population, you know, taking over. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully, I don't think I saw a lot of that today. I think that you look like Denver is back to being Denver, the Denver we knew. I grew up here. And so uh, it seems to me like today. Where'd you go to school? I went to Chatfield High School. Did you really? Yeah. Okay. I'm an old guy, though. It's been a long time. <laughs> um, but to me, I got the feeling that downtown's getting back to normal, if that makes sense. Because of today. Because of today. When yeah, will today. you be back, though? Oh, well, now we'll be down here a lot. Because of baseball. I think because of baseball and because I think today we saw that you can kind of have a little bit more normality. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, yeah, we all got masks on still a little bit, but we were able to take them off and not feel like we were going to get shunned if you took your mask off to drink a beer. Yeah. <laughs> you know? If there were no fans in Coors Field, do you think that this would be happening no. right now? No. No. I think that that really helped a lot. Um, the fact that Coors Field has 20-some thousand people in there, I think really gave people the idea that, okay, maybe it is safe to go downtown. I think a lot of people avoided downtown for for quite a long time because they just felt like it was the the hub of COVID in the area. Yeah. With your interactions today with people, yeah. how have you felt that people have, have been? Very respectful? Or? I, I do. Um, you notice when you watch people walking around, they put their mask on real quickly. You don't see a lot of people not doing it. And I think people are still... I think we learned a lot, maybe, as a civilization, yeah. mm-hmm. that we can still be respectful of each other's space and privacy and stuff and still be able to get out and have a good time. It was packed in here today, it you was, know? In, in a good way. In a, yeah, and I don't mean that. I, I mean, two years ago, people would be hanging on you. and dra- it, Right. This was not a normal opening day. Yeah. But it was a it was a really good game day really for downtown. Normal. Yeah. We all needed this, and we, we need did. more of it. And I think if downtown has a shot, it's going to be concerted efforts of opening up a little bit and more of these things. Special events, convention center. um, Didn't it make you guys happy, you know, seeing the fact that bars and restaurants downtown are maybe making money for the first time? Beyond happy. And there's been a lot of attrition, too, though. I mean, you can go down the streets and there are some places you go, oh, I remember that place. Totally. You know, but the ones that are open, if they are good. There, you know, like the, the conversation we had with El Posto, he is up over a hundred percent of wow. normal business, and he has been, and that is great. Yeah. You know, that kind yeah. of news is great to hear. I was talking to somebody the other day, and I said, I, I, I hate to be this guy, but the pandemic did a, a little bit of weeding out people that probably didn't need to be in business just anyway. Talking about that as well, you know, yeah. and and so what you're finding out is the the good business owners, the good restaurateurs or bar owners stuck through and they made it through it the ones that probably shouldn't have had a business in the first place might have closed down and a lot of that sometimes that's okay right yeah Yeah. i think covid just helped them out the door a little bit faster yeah for sure you know what's up with altitude altitude sports radio man we're just growing every day um we're we're um you know we obviously on our tv side i still have the the problem with the 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 comcast issue so radio has really taken a a a step forward sure um just because you know we're we're out and about um unlike you know a lot of our competitors and a lot of the bigger um companies in town the radio companies are still not coming out yeah and so this has given us an opportunity being a locally owned company that we can say hey you know what we're just going to be part of the community and we're going to go out and we're going to have fun I think you saw, I don't know if you guys were over there at all, but our, our hosts really enjoyed being out here. You know, Ryan Harris, who's the former Bronco, he was hugging people and throwing high fives and 
it was nice to just see our guys getting to interact because that's what they love. Sure. You know, they're in this business because they love interacting with fans and, and, and just being the life of the party. And seeing those guys be the life of the party again was fun for me. I think Ryan Harris was on our show about a month ago. Oh, cool. At Studio Kitchen where, where we hosted him with Juan Padro as well. Yeah. How can people uh, watch some games, man? Well, is there an app? I think um, there's an app you got now. There, you can go to download the Altitude Now uh-huh. um, app and watch Nuggets games. I'm sorry, watch Avalanche games um, and Nuggets games. Unfortunately, you still can't stream Nuggets, but you can stream Avalanche on a lot of different things. You know, we're getting 4,000 people in the arena now, so that's helping. Um, I was there the other night for the first time, and it felt weird. I'll be honest with you. Did it? It, it, yeah. it did. Uh, I hate it. I, I can't wait till we can get fill that arena up. How can I illegally watch it? <laughs> I'm um, just kidding. No, you, there, listen, and I don't even care. I, I work for the company, but I don't care. There's a ton of places, man. You yeah. can find it anywhere. Go to Reddit. <laughs> Go to Reddit and you'll find it easy. Really? Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. workarounds with that. Uh, I love, first of all, broadcasting is my background, too. Love you it. guys do such a great job. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Wonderful job. And Altitude, again, another great Colorado brand. You get beat up a little bit because you can't see some things. Yeah. Um, uh, unfortunately, you know, you got two billionaires arguing over stuff with Comcast and and Cronky Sports, and that's yeah, that's never a fun thing. The, the general population doesn't understand it. Listen, I'm, I work for the company, and I don't understand it all the time. Um, but I will say this, and I, I can I can honestly say this: we're doing everything we can to deliver the product to the fans. Yeah. Um, it doesn't seem like that always, because, like I said, you got two billionaires arguing over TV rights and who's going to play the games. But f- from a company standpoint, man, we're doing everything we can because we're just fans too. Yeah. For the most part, we just love our teams, we love the guys, we love the community, and we're just trying to deliver the best product we can. So. Not the what truth. a cool guy, man. What I love a it. pleasure meeting yeah, you, man, for it. sure. Yeah, nice to meet Thanks you, definitely. And um, go out and sell another remote. You got it. <laughs> we'll see you on the street, man. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that was kind of a cool catch-up and altitude. That was really here. nice. 92.5 FM. I don't know, Brian. I think, uh, you know, for today, I think we need to um, sit back, relax, have ourselves a cold one, and enjoy what today's meant to be. I hope that people appreciated this. and downtown needs your support and help more than ever yeah i was gonna say come out come out downtown you know wear a mask enjoy yourself there's food galore down here people i love there's, the people yeah, good people look at the rockies are up 2-1 what inning is it top of the fourth my old guy's eyes can't see I, that far <laughs> um brian thanks for joining us here today thanks for having me down and here jay parker Street. did such love a great that. job for chris fuselet and uh, Andrea Fritzi joining us as well. Just got to thank you all for tuning in. Please come support local. Come support your local downtown businesses. And most of all, have fun and eat nachos. We'll catch you down the road tomorrow. What are we doing, Jay? Sorry, there I am. Uh, we're going to Odell Brewing in Sloan's Lake, their uh, new tap room with uh, Amber Strohauer. Amber Strohauer from Strohauer Farms is doing potatoes. Here, let Can me you do. Hear me? Let me do this. Oh yeah, because you have a headset on. <laughs> I don't know what you just said, but that's what we're doing. Hey, there we go. <laughs> I heard something about a tap room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to uh, Sloan's Lake, Odell, a new tap room in Sloan's Lake called Odell, from Odell Brewing, and we're going to meet with uh, Amber Strohauer from Strohauer Farms. They're carrying her potatoes. We're going to talk with Chef Isaiah. He's going to cook up some of her spuds. 
And there's another co uh, company called um, Mile uh, Scrap Mile High. They're a composting company that I'm trying to get on for that show, where they go around and pick up all the restaurants' compost. Right? Scraps. That's pretty interesting. It's called scraps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's good, what I just good. said. Yeah. yeah oh, just, sorry. Yeah, I, I couldn't hear you. Name. I know. O old guy ears over here. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, you've got the headphones on. I but can't that, hear But, you yeah, so that's that's what's up. Scraps. See you tomorrow. Great local company. 2 o'clock. Modern Eater Show continues. Go downtown. Hey, guys. Alex Armitas over at Sam's Number 3 Glendale. You want a Bloody Mary? You want a cheeseburger? You want a breakfast burrito? Greek salad? Bacon gyro meat? Chicken souvlaki? Barbecue ranch salad? We got you covered. Come down and see us. One more time. Try it again. Hey guys, Alex Armitas over here at Sam's number three, Glendale. Now get your ass to themoderneater.com. Thank you so much. Modern Eater, we love you guys. This is Amber with Northern Colorado Potatoes, reminding everyone that potatoes grown here are truly rooted in love and rooted in a long history of being grown in this area. Early 1900s reports show that this was either the largest or one of the largest potato producing areas in the nation. Other states have had some amazing branding, but don't forget we have all your favorite varieties and more you love to cook and eat, including russet. Support local potatoes, you won't be disappointed. We started Meridium Spirits because we love the way that spirits and cocktails can bring people together to socialize, to bond, to have conversations. Well, right now we've got some big conversations to have. Coop Vodka and Coop Gin are available at liquor stores across the metro area, but if you can't find us or would like to have us behind your bar or at your restaurant, send us an email, info at meridiumspirits.com. We know things are a little different these days, but think of us the next time you're planning a virtual happy hour or a socially distant picnic. And keep an eye on our social media, Coop by Meridium, for all the latest and greatest. Hey guys, it's Caroline Glover. I'm the chef owner of Annette out at Stanley Marketplace. Citrus is about to be in its prime. I just want to thank everybody for showing so much support to small local restaurants in this really hard time. And you're watching the Modern Eater Show. <laughs> I'm fine with that.